0: Hello and a warm welcome to this week's episode of the Face Yoga Expert podcast and you guys know that I love helping you with your business and your branding and today is a perfect example of that as we have Liz Ellery on the podcast. Now Liz has been a consultant with me um, over the last few weeks actually with the new branding for my website which will be out in a few months time and I got to know her through a mutual Friend through Poppy Dalbridge, and what I love about Liz is she has got so much knowledge and so much experience when it comes to branding, style, website, fashion, but also she brings in a lot of her intuition, and she's an empath, a highly sensitive person, everything that we guys are as well. So I know you're going to love all that she shares and i know that you're going to get some really good tips about your brand if you have a website your website and also fashion and style as well and before we get into this week's episode i want to tell you about my free webinar now it's on tuesday february 21st 2023 and it's at 6 p.m gnt it's completely free and it's six soulful ways to have more freedom health and wealth in your business now it's really for you if you are ready to just have more freedom and more health and wealth in 2023 because having strategies to create freedom, have great health and earn the money you deserve whilst helping others in a soulful way is the most important work you'll ever do on your business. I think it's more important than all those icky sales tactics that we tend to see on social media these days. Soulful aligned strategies to share what you offer work way better More important than stressing about money, because knowing how to feel abundant and embody that really makes a difference to your income, and more important than working those long hours and burning out, because creating a life and business which feels joyful and has freedom and flexibility is where it's at. So in this free workshop, I show you exactly how to do this. So let me tell you briefly about what you'll learn, and then you can sign yourself up in the show notes for this free webinar. So I'm going to show you six key ways you can have a business which gives you more freedom of time, brings the money you want to earn in a conscious and soulful way and helps you feel the healthiest version of yourself and all while helping others and making a positive impact in the world. So I'm going to teach you two of my most important strategies I've used in my business to take more time for myself, more time for my family, more flexibility, where and how I work and also more freedom in my choices of what I do in my business. So I'll be sharing all that. I'm going to be sharing exactly how you can have more time for health and self-care in your day. And why I actually think pausing for an hour or two is one of the key ways to creating more success in your business. And I'll show exactly how to do that because a healthy you equals a wealthy you, guys. So the third thing I'm going to teach you is two ways to shift your mindset to abundance and understand how you can make more money without sacrificing your time or wellness. And as a fellow Conscious Sensitive empath, I can show you how to scale up and level your wealth in your business While still feeling grounded and in the energy of service to your customers and clients. So it's going to be 90 minutes. It's going to be at 6 p.m. on Tuesday, the 21st of February. So if you have a diary, guys, pop it in your diary now. You'll need to sign up on the link in the show notes. It's going to be via Zoom, but I won't see you on Zoom. It's as a webinar. And if you can't make it, sign up anyway, and you'll get sent the recording 48 hours afterwards. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into this week's episode with Liz. Liz, a warm welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you today? I'm really good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm excited to have you here. We've already started a journey together, haven't we? Because you are being our amazing design consultant for our new website, which hopefully within the next six months will be launched and everyone can see. So it's been amazing to be on this journey with you. And I've already learned so much when it comes to website, branding, colour, style from you. So I really wanted you on today because I want you to share just a little bit of that with my listeners, because I know there's so many wellness entrepreneurs that listen to this, yoga teachers, beauty therapists, coaches, face yoga teachers. So we're going to delve into all things branding, website, colours and style today, if that's okay with you. Yeah, that sounds good. Amazing. So I'd love to take it back to the beginning. Tell me a little bit about your
1: journey into website design. Okay, well, all my life I'd wanted to be a fashion designer. So I went to university and college to study for it. And then I went and became a fashion designer. And I worked in that industry for 10 years, uh, because I'm from up north. When I moved to London, the big scary city, I started at this company and I was Doing, helping a little bit with um, website packing because it was at the time I started, it was um, online shopping was very new and the company I worked for was very small. And I think in the first year that I started, we appeared on Mary Queen of Shops as one of the saviors to the failing shops. And overnight, our website crashed and I found myself becoming a website designer. And I'd never done anything like that before. Um, I was great at Photoshop. So I ended up working with a tech team and they did all the development side of things, but I did the design side. And then there was a lot of pushback from me, you know, because I kept on being pushed to do website stuff and I just wanted to do fashion stuff. But halfway through my time at the company, I was there for 10 years, I ended up wanting to do more of the website design stuff. And I ended up designing the twice- weekly email marketing emails that we'd send out to clients so that was coming up with the content ideas basing them around collections so if there was I don't know an exhibition going on at the National Portrait Gallery that kind of went well with the clothing you know I was trying to come up with all these concepts and also at this time I was um, started photographing you know some of our real customers out in the street doing street style fashion. I was starting to photograph the CEO of the company, and what was really exciting about this whole time period that I was there because it was quite a long time to see a company evolve, was social media was happening. Now the CEO of my company was this incredible bold German woman who had such a vivacious personality, and what would happen is we would have the buyers coming in from Saks Fifth Avenue in New York, and then we'd have the buyers from Selfridges and Harrods coming in. And they just loved the CEO of the company, Anna. And they would just enjoy coming to the appointments because it was very different to other companies because she was so... uh, In big fashion companies, you've got lots of different designers there and it's like quite corporate big infrastructures whereas with Anna it's much smaller design team um so she didn't really have to katar to the standard way of being so yeah like I said she had this great personality and when social media started happening these women that were buying our clothes in the in the back scenes of like Harrods and everything who loved Anna we were able to get Anna's personality across to our customers who maybe hadn't really met her before or knew much about her. So I was there for this sort of personal branding revolution where people got to know the person behind the brand. So that was really exciting for me. So when I started feeling a little bit like, I don't think this is what I want to do, I started on a journey and I read this personal development book from a woman that had recommended it to me that came to one of our sample sales. And it was called You Are a Badass. And um, I remember being so woken up by this book and thinking, I don't have to do what I'm doing anymore. I could do something completely different. And because so many of my friends and family, I just seen them doing such a linear career course. And I, I can imagine so many of your... Listeners have probably uh, maybe felt the same too, and they're on this new path of wellness, and t- have trained with you maybe, and and done something completely different. Well, I was at that stage about six years ago, and I started going to all of these se- like seminars. I went to America. I remember when Sophia Amoruso was lo- had launched Nasty Gal, and then she did Girl Boss, and she was doing this podcast, and I was like, she said she was going to do this talk in, in America, I was like, I'm gonna go to that. So I went to that. And then my journey, I started looking for inspirational phone cases. And I wanted one with like a quote on it to inspire me every day. And they were, they were so cheesy. And I was like, oh, I can design something better than this. So I thought, well, that's what I'm gonna do. So I taught myself calligraphy. I got the cases made, um, got them made in China. Then I had a friend that was a stylist at Netta Porter and she came and styled up all my cases and helped me with that. And I had a friend that was a hand model, another photographer friend that photographed the fashion brand I worked for. And I sort of made this brand. And then I launched this um, phone case lifestyle business that I wanted to produce more products for. And I launched that on Not On The High Street. And I didn't realize how difficult it was to get on there. And I got on there within a week of launching. And then um, after that, I started sending these phone cases off to journalists who I spied on their Instagram and saw what quotes they were posting so I'd send them a quote that was similar I got a full page spread in Cosmo and it was like I was getting in all these national magazines and doing really well with that but it wasn't really like my soul on fire but what did was was creating the brands and and I loved you know all the photography side of things of of the people and when I started looking for a life coach and a business coach to help me find what my next thing was um, because I thought this isn't going to help me leave my job and at that point I really wanted to do something on my own and um, that's when I thought I was looking for these business coaches and I didn't emotionally connect with any of them and I thought okay I'm gonna I can design these people's websites and I can take their photographs and I can help them create the content that needs to go on there that connects with people emotionally because I'd always been an intuitive person and an empath and I was very much about emotional connection. Yeah. So that's, that's what happened. And I started that business just over five years ago now. And, um, and it's just been the best thing in my life. And I get to um, work with these inspirational women that have taken the leap of faith too, and um, bring their websites to life. And that's what we, you know, I've, I've been helping you with. And I think for me, what happened, with, with yours was um, that you started it, but then I don't feel like it was exactly where you wanted to, to be anymore. It's sort of, you'd started it to, you know, with like all of these colors in mind, but I think now you wanted to be more intentional with things and actually be like, how can we switch things up so they resonate more with who I am right now rather than who I was when I started the business? Definitely.
0: Absolutely. And I've been feeling for a while that I want to move things to the next step and the next level. And many of my listeners will know my story of last year bringing in my business coaching and showing these different sides of me as well as, as my face yoga which of course is a huge part of my passion and I love 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 your inspirational story and I love how much you talk about branding and I'm really passionate about branding as well and one of my favourite quotes about brand is a brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room And I love love that. that. You know, it's really that sort of intangible feeling that people get about your business and within your business. And I always talk about branding, encapsulating those feelings and it not just being about the colours and the fonts you use. However, I do think that the colours and the fonts that you use play a part in that intangible feeling that people get and what they want to say about you when you're not in the room. And I know really that's your expertise, you know, that looking at that brand as that big picture, but also bringing in the colours and the style. So maybe if someone listening is thinking, okay, Liz, so I want to up level my website, up level my brand, up level my business a little bit. Maybe we could break it down, sort of simplify it a little bit for people and give them some tips. So maybe if we start by looking at colours within a brand, why do you think colours are so important when it comes to our branding?
1: Well, what you were just saying there is about the feel that you want to give the brand. So when somebody's looking at your branding, how do you want them to feel? So that's, that's a question that I always ask my clients um, if I'm giving a workshop as well. I'll say, okay, so if somebody lands on your website, how do you want them to feel? And so for mine, I want my clients to feel really welcome and that um, my brand and who I am is really friendly and happy and positive. And so when I'm doing this in a workshop and people are saying those sort of words, the the words that um, encapsulate them and their brand, I'll start thinking intuitively about what colors match those words. So if somebody's saying that they want a calm, kind website, then I would think of like really soft sort of pastel colors, but that are a little bit more muted and saturated. So saturated means that they're not as vibrant and as bright. They're just, yeah, like lighter and softer. So that might be soft um, pinks or blues or turquoise and like mint colors um but they've they've almost got a touch of you know say if you're painting this color and you mix your red and your white together to make pink you'd maybe put a touch of black in there or if you were doing it it would be like a whole lot of white and just a a touch of pink whereas if you were saying to me that you wanted something really bold and you know like you're really bold and vivacious your brand is and you're really excited you want your clients to feel excited when they land on it you might want to have like a really bold color like bold reds or oranges or um like corals sort of colors or or even it could be again like blues and greens can be both calming but depending on if you saturate them so say rather than lots of white and a touch of blue it's like really bold blue and maybe you add a bit of green in there and it's it's the stronger aspect of the hue so say for instance when we when we were talking about your brand and you were thinking of words maybe that were like luxury and freedom and travel and like kindness and welcoming and all those things so my mind immediately goes to blues and aqua and turquoise and all that sort of colors and and I think as well because you are a strong personality but also soft that some of those colors could be quite some of them you could have one or two accents that are a bit bold you could have some gold in there but then you might want to like soften some of them as well so I think it doesn't have to just be if you want it to be calm and peaceful, but you're also kind of funny or a little bit sharp. Sometimes you can counteract the, that color palette that you're using that can be really soft, but then you've got a punchy color in there. So that's how my colors used to be. They were They were, you know, I was, you know, I'm quite a bold person sometimes. So my colors were quite bright at the beginning. And I think the more that I've, progressed in my life's journey in my business journey I feel myself a lot softer than I used to be and that's really resonant in my colors and they were I made mine that were really bright pinks and reds they're now much softer and saturated but also in the past year I've added um, to my sort of muted pink and neutral color palette I've added a green Because I moved to the Cotswolds and that suited my personality and I was out in nature a lot more. And I felt like that added a bit of dynamicness to my branding. So I think what's really exciting is when your colors evolve over your career, because like, say, for instance, with you, you've probably had those colors for quite a while. And now with us working together, we're still, we, we don't want to get rid of those colors because they're still you. But we want to just play with them a little bit so they're more suited to where you are right now in your business.
0: Definitely. And it's been really eye opening for me because I've always been drawn towards the blues and the greens because I love the sea. I love nature. Um, The feel that I want when I'm I'm working my business, when I'm teaching, when I'm sharing, when I'm inspiring. And also the feel I want the people that are working with me to have is that sort of calm, peaceful freedom. Um, inspirational so the blues and the greens have always suited me well but what we've actually done is we've included the blues and greens but in a in a bit more of a saturated muted way with a couple of accent colors and then we brought in a a palette of neutrals haven't we so some some blacks some greys we put some whites and creams in there and actually we have been inspired by where I live as well so anyone that doesn't know I live in Bath in the UK and we have this beautiful stone called the Bath Stone which is like a sort of like a creamy yellow color So we've brought that in as well, which is really nice. And it, and again, gives that other part of who I am and part of my personality. So I'm really excited about that. And what I also love, I mean, there's lots of reasons I'm really enjoying working with you, of course, with all your experience and knowledge, but also because you come from a place that is very soulful and it's very intuitive, but also because you have that fashion background as well. And you've been able to sort of give me inspiration about how the colours I use, perhaps when I'm making a reel or I'm going on a photo shoot, how I can wear certain colours to comp implement my brand. So maybe you could give a few tips for people who are thinking, okay, so I'm ready to take that next step in my brand, starting to take on your advice about colours within websites and perhaps within social media pages. How can we bring our fashion and style into our branding? How can we sort of up-level easily or just take that to the next step with some simple tips?
1: Yeah. Oh, Danielle, I love this question so much (laughs) and how that's led in from the colours to the fashion. And I've really enjoyed working with you on that as well because what I think is really interesting is that in the past when you've gone out and and, and you've got your wardrobe and when you're filming, you've been very clear about your brand colours of this um, quite bold blue and this sort of aqua sort of teal color that's quite bold as well and sometimes I think that we get so fixated on these bold colors that that those are the colors of the brand whereas I think if you almost wear clothes that you wear every day that feel more you that work well with the brand that's that's equally just as good so I think on a recent photo shoot when I was going through all of your shoots you had some outfits that weren't necessarily the color bold ones but they were a bit more like you had some nice black leather look trousers on and a white t-shirt and a softer cardigan in a softer color of your brand and i thought that worked really well it felt like um an outfit that felt really true to you and i think what a lot of what a lot of people do and which i suggest to my clients when you're having a shoot or you're doing something for social media so you might buy some outfits that are specifically for that reel or for that social media day where you're getting lots of photos done but they might not necessarily be outfits that you wear all of the time and I think that's fine and that's really good to get your branding done but sometimes there can be a bit of a miss of it not feeling like you and being so authentic so I'd like to say to people, if you are looking at your branding and you want to do, you want to up level it, um, I would go onto Pinterest um, and this is to get your colors and we'll come into the fashion shortly. But whenever, when I've been rebranding in the past and I had a bit of an identity shift, I don't know if any of your, any of your listeners might feel this way, but I'd lost a little bit of weight during lockdown. Uh, I'd started couch to 5k and my clothes weren't fitting anymore. So I was like, okay, this is a really great transition period for me because all of my stuff used to be these bright colors and that's not who I was feeling anymore. So I thought I'm going to go on Pinterest because I have no idea who I am anymore or what I want to be wearing. And I think a lot of people, they might put on weight, lose weight, just be in a place where they're exactly the same. And they just feel like, I don't know what this wardrobe is anymore. It's not me. I'm wearing stuff from like 10 years ago that I just don't like, but you know. I can't be bothered shopping. So go on Pinterest and go on like, um, just type in like street fashion or neutrals or like just put in fashion outfit ideas or inspiration and start pinning in a board all of these things that you're attracted to and, you know, pin a hundred things or something and you'll start to see that there's um, a pattern there. There's things that you're attracted to and you'll find that there's colors and things. And at this age in our lives as well, you know, once you hit your 30s, I think you start to know what colours suit you as well. Or you can go do a colour guide that some people do. And, um, and then you'll start to see these colours. And for me, what was happening was this sort of more neutral palette was coming in, like lots of camels and beiges and like rust colours, which I know is like everywhere at the moment, but that's what I was attracted to. So I started thinking, right, okay, where are some of these clothes from? And then I would go on the fashion websites and I'd start buying stuff. So I would really recommend Mango. I like love Mango. And I love that they have lots of women that are in their 40s or even 50s, 30s. They've got like smaller models. They've got curvier models. So it's a bit more for like the real woman. And I bought lots of my clothes there. And what I found that, you know, like I said, that's how I was finding my color. And those colors ended up becoming my color palette for my brand and my business when I started finding my fashion that way. But yeah, going back to when I did a photo shoot, I felt that these these clothes really were my brand colors, but I actually wanted to wear them. And I also bought some pieces that I did return. So I would recommend to your, your clients that are listening, if you've got this sort of vision of your brand and you maybe don't have the finances at the moment like all stylists across the world they'll buy things for a shoot and then they'll return them so I think that's you know fine to do that you know just buy a couple of pieces and return them like I bought some cashmere pieces that you know I just thought well they're not really I'm not really that bothered about those I've got some other nice jumpers so I returned those but don't buy things just because you think okay well bold blue and bold green are my colors so that's all I'm going to wear in shoots maybe have a couple of pieces like that but have them so that you think well I would actually wear this in my everyday life because some of the more neutral pieces that you wear that you would wear in them every day like don't don't wear something on your shoot that's yellow if your branding's blue and green I'm not saying that but if you've got some like softer pieces that are whites or neutrals or maybe like soft blue like denim or something you know wear those pieces and then when you've got your branding and you're putting these photographs up then your branding you can have banners that are the blue that bring in the colors of your branding and in stock images might might work as well so that's what I would say with fashion
0: Love that. That's amazing. And it's been quite an easy transition for me because we've been able to bring quite a few of the colours I already have used for my brand. But as you say, we've muted them down, we've had some accent colours, we've brought in some neutrals as well. But if someone listening is thinking, okay, I want to completely change, completely pivot. So maybe at the moment with their branding, they either haven't got any colours or style, and they're just sort of putting anything out there, or they're very fixated, let's say, on a neutral color palette but now they really want to mix things up and they want to bring in some really really bright colors or they want to just leave that neutral behind and completely change up their whole personal style their branding style website color scheme do you recommend that that somebody should do that can you take a massive pivot where you leave your old branding and start behind and and you go to a new
1: one or do you
0: think it should be more of a slower transition
1: I think if they have had a really big pivotal, you know, like a really big pivot in their life and they're like, okay, I have been, say could to really pivot that much because you've got this neutral palette, say, say if we're going that, and we're going to use that as a, an example, you've got this really neutral palette and you're just feeling, you know, maybe you've got this neutral because you thought everybody else is doing calm So that's what I've got to be, you know, and that's who I have felt. But actually, I've had this awakening and I've always been this really bold personality, but I've had to shy away and, you know, sort of repress that. But actually, I've now had this big life altering moment and I I really want to be this like bold person, you know. And I think that's like a perfect, okay, reason to totally change your branding and you can just like sort of speak to people about why that branding has changed and I think I think if it was some you know if we're talking about an apparel brand you know like somebody I don't know like I'm trying to think of like a like the white company to <laughs> <So laughs> say if the white company say the owner's like I just you know I'm so bored of white now and all these neutral colors <laughs> I'm just going to do that. Like, I'm really feeling this pivotal thing. You know, there's things happen in my life where I really want to be this bold woman. So I'm going to do this. She probably, she wouldn't change this established brand with a white company. She'd probably start another business where that that is, you know, it's all brights and stuff. Whereas I think that's for an apparel and a lifestyle brand. And whereas like... Danielle, you've got a lifestyle brand too, as well, really, um, and your wellness brand. I think if you were to all of a sudden change and go into like blues, not blues, like reds and oranges and stuff, I think people would be a bit like, okay, what's happening? And I think for you to do that, it would be because you'd had like a total pivotal thing, and maybe you were rebranding because you were really excited about love and fieriness and like helping people with their relationships that's why you might pivot and I think I'm trying to just think of why you would pivot for you know to do something really different like like I said to you mine was like really bold and bright colors and that was my brand but like mine's been like a slow trans trans transgression of where it's um I don't know if that's the right word transition sorry. transition yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, transition of like me sort of leaving who that person was and it's been over six years it wasn't like an immediate change but I still did keep some of the colors and I think it's perfectly okay to change if something within your life has changed and when you've got a service-based business I think it doesn't matter as much as like people know that they're buying this from you because it's all neutrals and then you all of a sudden do brights so i think i think there was somebody that i was following like a lifestyle brand and she was helping people and it was all like soul sister stuff and like wellness i think she was a wellness and health coach and then she started getting really interested in love and like sexuality and stuff and her branding it sort of went from the blues and the greens to then like this more like muted grays and like purples and golds. And it was much, it felt like richer and sexier. But I don't, didn't see it to be such a big change because when people have these pivots as well, they start talking differently. Say if you're on social media, you start telling people about how you're changing and they're seeing how you're vocalizing that so I think when you do have a rebrand your audience will have been following you in your journey and they'll sort of understand why you're doing it as well
0: yeah I agree with that I think um I think you're right I think it, it often does follow a, a life change in transition because I think a small change in your branding like I'm doing um just reflects growth and the next step. But I think you're right, if you are completely pivoting what you want to offer within your business, or if you've had a massive life change, so maybe, you know, you lived in the country, and you were married, and you had kids, and maybe your kids have left home now, maybe you've gone through a major divorce, maybe you've moved to a different country, maybe you're living in, in, you know, New York City now, you know, something completely different like that, and you're offering something different in your business. Actually, I can see why you completely want to change your branding, because you're in a completely different phase in your life, potentially offering completely different services or products to what you did before. So I I think there definitely like you say, I think there definitely is a place for a big pivot. But I think for most of us it's those tweaks just because we've grown as a person and our audience has grown with us. And I think one of the big things is just not being too fearful of it, and also listening to your intuition with it. You know, if your intuition is very drawn to, you know, let's say white, black and grey, actually that's what you feel really good, those colours feel amazing for you and intuitively it just feels great within you, then go for that. And if intuitive, you just love bold colours and you really want everything to be really out there and really exciting for people and lots of passion and fire, go with that. And that's something that I I really love about what you do. You know, you do encourage people to go into their intuition. And that's why, you choose to work with women in wellness, soulful, intuitive women. I got to know you through my friend Poppy Dalebridge. Poppy's been on the podcast a few times now, so many of my listeners will know her. And actually, my branding is very different from Poppy's. So if you look on Poppy's website, it's completely different colors and feel to what my website is. And by the way, for all my listeners, my new website, which has got all of Liz's amazing help won't be out for a few months. So if you go on my website, it's still my old website, which is still gorgeous, but you will still a, you will see an even more gorgeous one in a few months time. But it's really interesting actually, because although Poppy and I have in some ways, similar audiences, similar businesses, you know, we're good friends. We get on really well. Our branding is very, very different. And it's because as individuals, we are different people. And I love how you encourage us to just go into our um individual intuition
1: yeah and you know I'm really excited that you brought up Poppy because this is a really she's a really great case study um to talk about when I was working with Poppy she'd had like a little Pinterest board that she gave me of things that she was she liked and things and that she was attracted to and because I know Poppy and I'm friends with her as well and and I've been to her home a few times like Poppy's home is like so beautiful and eclectic And she collects pieces over lots of time, you know, rather than with me, I bulk bought all of the bits for my house. Whereas she's like got such a a magpie eye that everywhere, every little nook and cranny in her home is like a little beautiful, luxurious scene or something. And she's got this very, like I said, eclectic style. It's very country, then it's very bougie and very glamorous and then very soft and calm. So she's got like these, uh, and, and she she spends a lot of her time from London and the Cotswolds. So she's got these sort of two versions of her life. And I think if for any of your clients that are like that as well, and they're like, well, I don't really know, you know, I'm quite fiery, but then I'm quite calm. And I, I don't really know which way to go. And should I just go with my clients and what they think? Like, I'd always say to anybody like, never ever really think about your clients when you're in the stages of thinking about your rebrand because it's not a yes, it is about them a little bit at the end, but for them to be attracted to you and feel authentic and like, oh my God, this woman's speaking to me. That brand that you're presenting to them, where they feel really spoken to, it's because they connect with you. And if you're trying to do what some you know somebody else is doing or what you think your clients are, there's going to be like something that's a bit off. Whereas when it's something that's really authentically you, that's when you connect um, people to you. So when I was working with Poppy, she you know she's got this version of herself. She loves designer clothes, so she'd be like you know Tom Ford, Gucci, like YSL, Yves Saint Laurent, and all of these clothes are like really dark and sexy and like. Like, yeah, like just like, you know, if you can imagine like a Vogue paparazzi party, you know, and it's all just like very decadent. So I started a Pinterest board that was like that. And I thought, oh, I could do something like that for her because I know that that's one string of a personality and it would work really well. And then I start what I did, what I like to do when I'm working with my clients is I like to screenshot um, like I get on Instagram on my desktop I I minimise their um, Instagram so I can see loads and loads of squares on that. And then I'll copy and paste it a few times, put it in Photoshop and have like an overall vision of what their Instagram looks like because that's where they're showing up daily or weekly or whatever. But it's like really congruent to who they are as a person. Um, And it really shows that. And I did that with you, Danielle, as well. Because when I'm creating your brand, I don't want it to be this totally other woman that is not really you and how you're showing up. So with poppies, when I had this vision of maybe doing this looks like sexy black evening person, which is also her, and I looked at the Instagram, I was like, oh, well, she's got those bits in there. But then she's also got her Cotswolds life and like patterns and loads of different colors for poppy. So I was like, okay, well, what's a color that I think bridges both of her personalities? And and how can we bring both of them in there? So with Poppy, she's so tactile in, in her home and stuff, and and what she wears, her pattern. She wears lots of block colours, but also patterns. So I brought in like these. I found like images of rich tapestries and like lots of different patterns of these tapestries. So it wasn't just one; it was loads of different ones. And then I added golds, and we actually went for like a a, a rich, ready brown, purple. Which um, She was like, that's not really normally my colour. And, and it, I suppose I didn't find lots of that in her house or or what she wore, but it just felt so her, like bridging the two worlds of her. So that was like really exciting. So when you are thinking about your branding, think about how you are showing up because you don't want to have like this neutral blue soft thing because you think, well, I'm in wellness. That's what everybody else is doing that's what I should be and then you're showing up on Instagram and you're wearing like you know tailored strong colors and you're like boss lady not that you can't be boss lady in boho clothes but it's you know people because I remember going on this like woman's website who's like a seven figure business lifestyle coach and it was like her website she was in these tailored like Murray. Sort of Victoria Beckham sexy dresses, like with her arms crossed, like I'm like this super like something off The woman. Apprentice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like super powerful woman and yeah. like quite sexy. And then I was looking at her Instagram and she's like in Costa Rica, like living there in these mm-hmm. boho outfits. And I was like, I just don't understand what's going on here. Who, which one is she? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I just was like turned off immediately.
0: Yeah. That's really interesting. And I love that you've given that example of Poppy because as you describe her, that's exactly what she is and who she is. And I love her website and I think it's great. And I am so excited for my website to be up as well because I feel like it's going to be such a compliment of my personality and and who I am and it's yeah it's a it's a really exciting journey and I'm really glad you're you're here for the ride and Liz I know that people are going to be dying to know more about what you do so can you let everyone know your website your social media and also you know where people can contact you and and hear more about your services
1: okay so um how I work, as I have um, on my website, I've got a couple of ways you can work with me. So one is my big package where I do branding and website design. And um, that's like my stuff is a little bit differently, like you said, with intuition. So I we have like a big brand strategy call where I get to know you and your personality. And that's how and you'll do a Pinterest board and we'll go through how to make who you are and everything into like a branding it come together. Because it's quite a big package, I'll do things like I can create your opt-in and your freebie, um, like presentations help you with that Instagram. So it's quite like a robust package. I also do photo shoots as well. So I can do the photo shoot for you. So that's like my big high offer. Then I also do consult consulting work. So that's quite a recent thing and something that I've been doing with you, um, Danielle. Is so you might have an existing website and you want some help out how to elevate that because you're ready for the next stage. Or I also sell templates, which I've designed in such a way for the kind of clients that I work with, which are normally coaches or Pilates teachers, yoga teachers, wellness people, practitioners, healers. And I've designed these websites with prompts that I know from working with all of the women I have over the years, like that work well in a strategic way. And I've placed images on there. So you replace the images. Um, it's in Squarespace with your own and your copy. And what I so you can buy that separately or you can have a consult call with me where I will help you add your images in there and basically get the website done for you and help you with changing the colors and what those colors should be for you and your personality. So those are the three ways um, that you can work with me. That's amazing. And can you let everybody know your um, Instagram handle as well? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, well, my website's elizabethellery.com. My Instagram handle is elizabeth underscore Ellery.
0: Amazing. We'll pop that in the show notes as well. So everyone can just click straight through. Liz, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And
1: I'm excited to show everyone our creation of the website in a few months. Me too. And thank you so much for having me. I think this has been such an exciting conversation. I didn't know where it was going to go, but I I really feel that this is going to help some people that are going to want to be doing a rebrand. So thank you for helping me share the message. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do rate and review it. Let me know when you listen to episodes, tag me in on Instagram at Face Yoga Expert. And don't forget to check out my website, FaceYogaExpert.com, which has all the information about my teacher training, my two books, Danielle Collins Face Yoga and the Face Yoga Journal, my skincare range, Fusion by Danielle. Collins and all the other courses and offerings that I have. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.